0: Today is September 2nd, and the Yankees have just split a series with the Detroit Tigers. Some exciting things happened along the way, but ultimately it's a disappointing end. We had Boone getting ejected, Tance is blowing a save, Tance is getting a save, trades being made, people coming back from injury, and guys getting called up. Let's talk Yanks. Talk. Weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes.
1: Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for talking yanks. Talking yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. Talking yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. Talking yanks with
0: old John Boy. You got a little like Randy Newman in your voice wow thank you i'm playing hurt coach thank you for joining and listening to talking yanks which is brought to you by antonio ortiz matthew Gopfert, and aaron levy those are our most recent patreon subscribers if you want to be a Patreon subscriber, you get a couple of things. You get live access to the show. You get early access to the show before it's out on the podcast. You get to interact with us while after we record the shows. You get your name put in a raffle for a jersey at the end of every month, like a $100 jersey. And you just put $24 in for the whole year and you could potentially win 12 of them. That's Whoa. exciting news. Whoa. So if you want to support us and, and let us keep doing what we love doing uh, and you like listening to, I gather, unless you hate listening to us, which I'm happy to have you as well. Go to patreon.com slash yanks and do that and get your name in the raffle for affordable jerseys.com. This is John boy. I'm coming to you from California for m- the second to last time ever before I moved to New Jersey, maybe not ever, but, and I have Jake coming to you from New Jersey. He's a right. he's a traveling man. We've split spots. I'm out west now and you're east to watch this uh this uh I don't even know what to call this series. It's just the the highest of highs, low of lows and a lot of just middle ground.
1: Yeah, man. A lot of a lot of moments <laughs> that were really cool and then really awful. By the way, I went to a wedding last night, so I sound like shit. Uh really tied one off, Jim. How how are you doing?
0: I'm good. I had my going away party yesterday, so we're both coming off huge events. Mm. But no, my event wasn't that huge, and I didn't really drink that much, and I didn't yell and scream. So what got you? They play like the Tarantella, and you just started screaming?
1: Man, you, you know what it is. Tell you, me. You know, you know I like to entertain.
0: Oh, yep.
1: I'm I'm an entertainer.
0: Yeah, I gotcha.
1: So the wedding's going well. Uh, I mean, the big, big strike for me was they had espresso martinis, so... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like
0: Red Bull vodka. It's like you can't do that.
1: Yeah, that's Red Bull vodka for adults, kind of.
0: Yes. Can't do it.
1: Oh, so it's uh it was kind of fun ceremony. I don't know. You you you, you somewhat know the people or you know some of the people there. Our friend Big Evan cuz it was at a Greek Orthodox church. He had to do some stuff during the wedding. So that was kind of fun. So yeah, we we head upstairs to do like the reception reception. They had like an awesome dude they, what, what's the pre-reception called nowadays? It's called the
0: Cocktail Hour, and New Jersey does it bigger than any other state in the world.
1: Yeah, dude. The Cocktail Hour was awesome. I just um, explained
0: that because I was talking about someone. In California, they don't do Cocktail Hour at all. In Connecticut, they do it a little bit. In New Jersey, the Cocktail Hour is like when you go to the mall, it's like, okay, here's your Chinese food, here's your Italian food, here's your Mexican food, and it's just like you're going to be so full before you even get to your actual dinner. That's how New Jersey does cocktail art.
1: Yeah, I get. I know I always get nervous because I'm like, I, I, the dinner's gonna be really good, so I don't want to eat too much. I actually, I, I executed things pretty well, so I'm drinking old fashions and espresso martinis, and I like to entertain, but I, I don't need the spotlight on me, you know. And when it's time, I'll show myself. Yeah. And we were trying to figure this out today, but there was a dancing lady, a belly dancer. Okay. So the dance floor, like, hadn't really started. They do all, like, the first dance and that stuff. And then it's just the belly dancer lady giving it hell by her own. So she does one song, and everyone's like, cool. Belly dancer lady. <laughs> nice. And then, slightly so she stays out. Slightly out of shape. Ah, uh, she was looking good. She wasn't
0: looking bad. I, usually my belly dancers that I picture in my head, they're just like, man, this would be great, greater if you were, like, a little less of my physique
1: if you just tightened it up a little more. Yeah. Um no, she, she was Well, dying. you know what, usually
0: the belly usually belly dancers have a belly. Right. Is that do you well, need it? We'll get to Yankee soon.
1: Yeah. Tie this we'll story there. up. <laughs> but uh so yeah, song 2 comes on, belly dancer still giving it hell. And so like the kids went out and joined her. And everyone's like, "Okay, this is this is nice." Song number 3, like they try to get just Like regular people out there to dance with the belly dancer and no one's doing it Hey, do you want to come and embarrass yourself in front of a
0: professional dancer?
1: Yeah, so now people are prodding me because they know i'm kind of the guy And then the bride came up to me and goes jake, can you get out there? And dance with her So I was like, all right game on so I uh, I gave it hell kind of opened up the dance floor and, yeah, I mean, at that point, I had nothing to lose. But, uh, yeah, I really tied one off. I ripped my pants. I'll uh, I'll post a picture of that. But, uh, yeah, great wedding. Good times. Nice.
0: Yeah, I missed the first game Saturday. We'll, we'll get to that when we talk yeah. about that game. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't know how many storylines Boone getting ejected. Obviously, we can get to that after game two. What's your overall sense of the team right now and your feelings going forward? uh because I kind of said it on my recap uh that I my game recap I, I'm not crushed and I don't know if that's because I am now numb to 500 ball and just getting used to this kind of like pathetic showing. I don't know if it's because the offense is like showing really good signs and fighting back every game the offense didn't fought back to do something we we got healthy i mean we're halfway healthy we got new players coming in we got september call-ups coming up for reinforcements so i don't know and and that that all that stuff may not lead to better it may stay status quo which would be terrible 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 but i i i'm the type of person i'm a glass glass half full guy that i gotta believe it gets better now that we're not running Higgy, Shane, Romine out there constantly, but I don't know. So I don't know if I'm numb to the losing and I, and I should be more annoyed or I don't know that if, if there's credence to holding out hope for better. I, so where are you at?
1: Man, I think what happened that, cause I, I know what you're trying to say. Cause I think I am feeling the same emotion. I think a couple of things have kind of been thrown out the window. like we don't have to worry about who's on the roster anymore. like yeah. think about how long that think about how long that was a conversation. who's going to be our three-man bench and you know, who's the last couple guys in the bullpen? September call-ups. We don't have to worry about that anymore. so that's kind of out the door. And I mean, it just kind of happened in one fell swoop that Gary Sanchez and Andrew McCutcheon joined the lineup. And it looked like a real baseball lineup again. Yeah. Like we, we went from sacrificing a third of our lineup to bringing in a former MVP and one of the best young hitting catchers ever. And so it was almost <laughs> the results of this series didn't affect us as much as they normally would because it's, wait, hey, guys are coming back. The, the troops are here. <laughs> so this was kind of, all right, everyone's back. Gary was running things out. He looked healthy. McCutcheon joined the team. I think it, it sucked. And it, I mean it felt like they won the first game. Lost my voice a little there, huh? Um <laughs> But it's almost like we have everyone. Hopefully Didi's Dee back soon. We're I mean, it's kind of just straight in the air about Judge right now.
0: It's looking bad about Judge, and they keep saying, you know, we, we don't think he's out for the season. And then the last quote was like, we certainly hope that's not the case. So they even hedged a little bit on that, but right. they would announce that or would they not? I don't, I don't even know the games we're playing with judge. I can't keep up. Uh, he's out of honestly. Give me Didi Now we got Kutch. We got Gary. Give me Didi now. And in my mind, judge until he picks up a bat, He's out of sight, out of mind. Like I'm right. not even—I'm not even getting excited. I'm not even saying the words. Can't wait till we have Judge back. I'm not even saying, like, uh, we need Judge back. We need Judge back. I can't do it until he picks up a bat. Then I'll allow myself to get excited because right now he's out of sight, out of mind. And I'm not trying to be like a pessimistic point of view. There, I'm just trying to not set myself up for a crushing blow when he doesn't ever come back. So I'm really right. just—I'm really just. I'm really just compartmentalizing my brain with Yankees baseball on one side and Aaron Judge playing on another side and if they if that wall needs to get broken down it will as soon as he holds a bat. But right now, give me Didi, Plug DD in and uh let's keep plugging with Kutch, Gary, Dee. I mean that makes the lineup so much more full.
1: Almost incredibly yeah. more full. And I mean let's we we'll, might as well get this out of the way while we're here. So McCutcheon came in. If he didn't know that, hi. Um, had to shave his Ad- beard. Adani Echeverria, the talented defensive shortstop who's just kind of here for depth. Formerly known as Echeverria. Yeah, he <laughs> decided to announce that everyone's been saying his name wrong for these years. And, yeah, all the kind of more lesser familiar Yankee faces, Tyler Wade's back up. Pass. Um, who, el- who else came up? Tarpley, we saw him in the last game. Yeah, chance come
0: up. I think so. Justice did not come up. Yep. Um, Hopefully, we'll 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 talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. And Didi's supposed to be playing in Seattle. First game of Seattle is when we're supposed to see Didi. Okay. Cool. So, so that's where I'm at. Like, I am uh, glass half full, hoping that this hot stretch comes along, and it's really scary that we need a hot stretch as bad as we do on a west coast trip because right because like the we're, yankees we're, don't do west coast trips
1: we're a little setting ourselves up for failure there but hey maybe we could put that on its head kutch
0: is probably used to it he didn't even get he didn't even get used to east coast time zone he's only came out he flew out for what two games now he's flying right back to the bay area so he's probably like dude guys
1: i got it i'm on the right time oh, zone. nice okay I I like that theory (laughs) Um, (laughs) Here's here's what I'll say Yeah, we've got this West Coast road trip coming up We've got 95% of our reinforcements And Boston's playing some tough teams They have Houston and Atlanta coming up So if things don't happen in the next If there's not some serious movement in the next couple weeks It is going to be like throw it on cruise control And get ready for that wild card game yeah,
0: yeah, that's kind of true this West, Coast, this West Coast road trip Will determine Three things It'll determine one Is the, divi- is the division worth Busting our ass for It'll right. determine two Do we have the wild card locked up And we can go on cruise control Or it'll determine three Fuck, we need to now bust it To get home field advantage of the wild card <laughs> So that's either if we like go Six for seven if we go three for three, or if we go like one for six, those are the different scenarios there. Yeah, and that's scary, or exciting, depending on how you want to look at it. But I think you have to kind of say scary right now.
1: Yeah, and I I do. I, last last positive spin that I'll say is uh, there was some good life in the stadium this weekend. Oh my um, god,
0: man! My dad was at game two. Yeah that that was that was you could feel it
1: through the TV through the broadcast. It was buzzing. Dude, this is, I mean, this is almost different end of the spectrum, but Sonny Gray was finishing his last inning of work today. So it's, what is it? It's top seven or top eight. Yankees are down eight to three to the Tigers on Labor Day Sunday. And there's two strikes and the crowd was like, let's go. They were clapping and getting ready. Look, they were were into it when they very well could have been tuned out. So I think that's, that's also a little bit of what we're saying. We're the the excitement is back. <laughs> so, tough, tough to get your rally hat on with <laughs> Shane Robinson coming up. That's true. And then you got cuts yeah. working walks and shit. All right,
0: let's go in. Let's start burning games. We got Jakey throat sore, Bernie Jakey no voice burns coming up. We have four to do though, so we gotta go. We gotta run through them decently quick. Yeah. Are you ready for game one?
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how much my voice can put up. This this might be good comedy for you. Game one could have been could have been great and
0: then turned out oh not my to god. be. Oh god. Could have been so good.
1: Okay. Here we go.
0: On your mark. On your mark. Get set.
1: Burn. First of four versus Los Tigres <laughs> in the Bronx. Couple old lefties. Francisco. That's fun to say. Liriano against Jay Happ. Candelario, solo shot in the first, gives the Tigers the lead until G unit. <laughs> two-run Homer. 2-1 two Yanks after three. R-Rod, Ronnie Rodriguez, two-run homer. Tigers jump ahead. Glaber gives in to peer pressure. Says, if they're doing it, I want to do it. He hits his own two-run homer. Yanks jump ahead, 4-3. Another one? V-Mart, two-run Homer. Shiza, 5-4, Tigers. Wow. Anduhar RBI infield single or infield ground out, excuse me. And then King Louis Voight says, nah, I'm going to keep the two-run homer thing going. 7-5 Yankees into the night. Batances comes in, gets the save. Oh, scratch that, reverse it. Batances gives up two home runs. First time ever he's done that in appearance. And only the third time in 15 years, the Yankees have blown a two-plus run lead at home going into the night. Miserable. Yankees lose 8-7. From
0: Voight, a hero, to irrelevant home run, from the stadium jumping to now the fan base is fighting.
1: Dude, how bad was that?
0: It was bad. And I don't know your thoughts because you didn't really throw them out on social media. I didn't really see them. I was very clear with my thoughts. The Batansas can't close narrative, I think, is old hat. I think it's, it's, it literally just rests on 2016. And if you're not going to let a guy dig out of a hole from 2016, then, then, that's that's your problem because he's he's done very well in save opportunities. In 2017, he filled in at the end of 2016. He filled in uh, even even in 2016. He did his numbers were pretty good. 2017, his numbers were great when he filled in for closer when Chapman was having his meltdown. He pitched the ninth two times in the last week, and he's having the best year of all our relievers. So. And he's looked incredible. And he's looked incredible. So, like, is it very much? Could it just be, uh, okay, got beat tonight? Shit. Relievers will get beat. And he's having the most incredible season. One of the three times he gets beat since, like, uh, April. Or since April. Yeah, I think March was his last two really bad ones. I don't know, man. I just think it's so lazy and easy to just throw that out there. And then people are throwing in his ninth inning ERAs, which, again, those are skewed. All Reliever ERAs, I hate. I really dislike reliever ERAs using that as a stat. And then it's also skewed because it all comes from 2016 when last year he was in 12 opportunities to get a save. He locked it down 10 times. That's pretty good. And then he, and, he's and, and, three for four in ninth innings this season now in save situations or holding
1: a tie game in the ninth,
0: which is a close. You
1: The part you mentioned about being lazy is, say that was Robertson and the same thing happens. The same people would be going, Why isn't Batanzas in there? Yeah, and they you know? they want Britain and dude, Britain, come on. The next day
0: yeah. Okay, so the, the next day Britain walks in a run basically or walks the bases loaded and then allowed a run to score. And then the next day Batanzas gets a one run close in the ninth. So I think I think ball didn't lie on that one and like the next two games basically told the Batanzas shouldn't have closed and Britain should have closed people to shut their butts. And they were just yelling to yell. When you know sometimes yeah. it's just a brutal crushing loss and that's what it is and that's what that was and it was going to be that, so
1: fun that uh I mentioned it at the end of the burn and I think it was a KT sharp stat uh yeah like the third time this has happened in 15 years and it's just one of those things you kind of have to throw up your arms and be like yeah I just think this was brutal <laughs> and this Sometimes this happens. It sucks. It's right. It's right now, but it happened. There is never a good
0: time to lose a game in that fashion and blow, uh, blow us a blown save. Never comes at a good time, but this was even worse because the the people are getting healthy. Voight just hit the home run. You have momentum, uh, you know, and like there was so many things. Okay. We just lost to the, we just lost to the white Sox. Let's start this series. Right. Just so many things adding up to it, where it's like, you know, if we blew a save in the middle of that stretch when we were walking off every other day in May, right. you're like, okay, fuck, whatever, on to the next. But because we needed it so bad, and we did it, they came back, and Voight hit that home run in the eighth to then just lock it up, and it was so much fun. You know, if there's, if there's never a good time for a blown save, but this was surely the worst time.
1: Yeah, and, you, I mean, you you can't play this game, but say they do win that game, they go on to win the next two like they have. Now, again, our Yankees are hot. They're going for a four-game sweep today. It just changes a whole lot of narratives and mentalities, but, it uh, I mean, it happened.
0: Yeah, and Happ, and Happ didn't have it. First time out of, like, six starts, he didn't have it, and the bullpen yeah. before, up until Batances was doing great. Green, Robertson, Britton. All all went three and two thirds uh, with no runs. Shitty, 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 shitty. But Giancarlo got his three hundredth home run. Yeah, that was nice to get that out out of the way, and uh, and he was able to get a day off later on. We'll get to that. Let's. Let, do you have anything else from game one besides individual play? I don't think so. Crush, crushing, <laughs> crushing. So let's go to game two. Game two. In the stadium. Need a, win, need a win more than you've ever needed a win. Mm. And you got Severino on the bump. Let's hear how this went down. Are you ready, Jacob?
1: Oh, yeah. On your mark. gets it Burn. Luis Severino against Jordan Zimmerman. Scoreless until top four. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean fan, Nico Goodrum. Get it? Home run jimmy good italian name falls with a two rbi triple three nothing detroit meanwhile booney goes bonkers on the home plate up impersonates the catcher plug boone shirts available on talking yanks website then the bronx bombers would start living up to their name guardy party two run blast hicksy mr solo dolo and then papa anduhar we going back to back the stadiums jumping, and just like that, the Yankees lead 4-3 to three after 6. Them pesky Tigers, though. They would take the lead on an RBI single and a sack fly, but sorry, babe, it's Glaber Day weekend. Two RBI single from Glaber. Romine tacks on another on an infield single. Yankees win 7-5. Sevy with a nice line. Six innings pitch, three earned run, 10 Ks to Holder, to Britton, to Robertson. Yankees win.
0: There was a moment uh, in this game that I – it was so, it's a little benign, but it's how you could tell the stadium was fucking into it. Obviously, mm. they're into it the Boone ejection, then the three home runs and four at bats to take the lead. Obviously, they're into it. There was a play after the Anduhar home run, and it was, I forget who it was. They just popped up to third, right? And it was a simple pop up to third, easy out, and the stadium was going crazy trying to like will him to drop it. You know, in the playoffs, yeah. every fly balls like ah trying to yeah. get the fielder to mess up that's what the stadium did on an easy pop up to third and that's when i i, I was just watching the game like holy shit like the, the stadium is alive right now that had to be one of the most alive crowds we've had this season and think about what happened like like i was tweeting in all caps and fans from other teams are getting like stop like you're too excited and i'm like no this isn't about you at all i don't care about the tigers or beating the tigers just we need this Need excitement, right. and uh, so credit to like everyone who's saying Boone needed to get ejected to pump up the crowd because it's hard to say uh, that it didn't have anything to do with it. The order of events is hard to be a person that naysays or
1: pooh uh, poos that that thought process because it was awesome. Yeah, man, and I I don't want to say I've been begging for it like a lot of Twitter has like they think that's a problem solver. It's not, but. It's a fun thing on occasion, and it, it kind of can spark the crowd and the team a little bit. And I I was begging for this. I, I forget when this was. It felt like a month ago or so. But Booney had the opportunity for this, and then he saw this one, and he just went in on it. He went for it, and it kind of worked. So, hey, cool. Uh, well, do you think it was contrived? Do you think he was putting
0: on a show? Because I actually don't, and I, that might be naive. I think he genuinely was trying to tell the ump this is what catching a strike looks like this is what catching a ball looks like like it like i think he i think he thinks he actually taught that ump a lesson and i think i kind of do too (laughs) i (laughs) do you get what i'm saying i do i just think like when you kick dirt on the plate you're just trying to show up the ump and be a jerk Right, I think there was a moment in Boone's I think Boone was being very serious Like this is a strike, this is a ball Fucking learn it Like a teacher mad at a student
1: I mean I just think With any Manager umpire ejection type situation I think there's a little bit of theatrics (laughs) I do too because you know, I mean, Aaron Boone is a grown man that can have a conversation. So yes, I think sitting down like the catcher and showing him how to frame pitches. I think there were some theatrics, but there. I think yes. it was a little
0: more genuine. Like it wasn't like a, like when you just throw the rosin bag, kick dirt, throw your hat. Like it wasn't. He was. He had a very. He had a point to make. What What,
1: what was Twitter's like? Full vibe? Was loved it, it loved it? Loved yeah. It. Okay, that's what I thought. I didn't. I didn't know if any. If people were fighting it for some reason but i saw some people like
0: so contrived but still love it (laughs) okay
1: um i mean we have the shirts out now
0: you know what i was trying to go for you know i I think some people may be too young pack sun some surf shop used to sell shirts and it was three squares and it was like how to pick up a chick and then it'd be like three drawings and squares and like a three-step guide do you remember those shirts not really dude they were so they were always at like on and dumb skater shops. If any listener remembers those and can send me, I tried to Google it forever and I just couldn't get the right keywords to bring it up, but I made my own and it was umping one-on-one. That's a strike. That's a ball. Great. Okay. A lot of people grabbed him. Pretty fun shirt. Grab them before they have to come down. There you go. Guardy homers. And then he had a double layer in the game. So Guardy had a life lively game. Hicks homers. And you Did you see the thing I picked up on with CC after the Hicks homer?
1: I saw he did the phone call, and then he.
0: But like it was as soon as Hicks' ball went over the wall to tie the game, CC. Everyone's yelling and cheering in the dugout, and like watching Hicks around the bases or high fiving. CC turns to Andujar who's in the on deck circle and does the double ears, double phones to the ears. Yeah, like you're up, dude, you're up. And Andujar looks at CC and kind of like laughs, like like a nervous giggle. Like oh, okay, right. I'll try. And then he goes up there and hits a homer. I thought it was a cool moment. Answer the call, baby. Yeah, answer the call. There you go. And then uh, what? Then uh, uh,
1: Holder gave it right back. Uh, yeah, score? Holder gave up a run. Britain gave up a run. Um, there there was good fight from the Yankees this whole series.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like hey, the they, they the, the K g- game
1: it. one game one was counterpunch counterpunch. This game was. Kind of, Tigers snuck ahead, and then they kind of came back, and you're like, really? But the Yankees fought. Even today, I mean, they were down 11-5 in the ninth, and they were still battling. So, yeah, kind of a good sign.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, they showed signs, but then maybe that makes it more even frustrating that they lost yeah. two of them. Yeah. So, who had the... Glaber had the big bases loaded. Oh, because it came down to that check swing from Voigt. The ump said he didn't go when he definitely, definitely went. That was pretty mm. funny. Gardenhire got got a little laugh out of me there, and everyone. Yeah, and then, both both managers getting tossed. And then Glaber uh comes through, hits Matuk in the face with the ball. That was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, Matuk does not like playing the Yankees. <laughs>
0: I don't like playing Matuk. He's someone said he looks like a Dick Tracy character, and I don't know if you know what that is, but Google it. Of so exactly what Matuk looks like. Like, put a trench coat on him and then a little, like, detective top hat. And he's, he was, he's, his, yeah. his face is begging for a trench coat and a, like, a detective top hat. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like a 1920s shitty gangster, <laughs> weasel gangster. Definitely weasel. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to game three, which I didn't get to watch, but I did do my research and watch highlights and condensed game and all that.
1: Yeah, and uh, this is—I uh, mean, this was wedding night for me. This is why my voice and suit pants are ripped. But uh, luckily, not a lot of scoring.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. All right, let's go into Game Three. On your mark,
1: get set, burn. Game Three: Daniel Norris on the bump against Masa Tanaka. Tanaka Tuesday on a Saturday. Tank would give up a run on a sack fly in the first but that would be it. Seven innings pitch, one earned run, 6K. Second half, Tanaka becoming a thing? Question mark. Speaking of becoming a thing, Glaber Day weekend officially becoming a thing. Two run shot in the fifth, and guess what? That would be it. Tanaka passed the baton to Holder and Batantis. Your final 2-1. Yankees win.
0: Tanaka time so I didn't get to watch this game. So I was following along as best I could without getting in trouble. Cause it was supposed to be a going away party for myself. So I can't really be like, you know, doing all that. Yeah. Well, it's for myself. Uh, so though I was happy that none of the things that I do happened, no walk off, no disco, Neil home run. Mm. Uh, like there wasn't a lot of anything. It was a Glaber home run and Tanaka
1: being Tanaka. Yeah, I mean, I when when I'm writing my burns, I normally look at uh, the scoring summaries, and like today's game, the Sunday game. I mean, there was it's intense. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. There was fifteen scoring plays in today's game, and yesterday's game there was two. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Well, we only had two hits. They had eight, but we took advantage more. Tanaka got in trouble in the first with a bunch of weak singles. Gets out of it with a sacrifice fly, a big K, and then, I don't know, a ground ball to Glaber, I think, was the last one that that they reviewed. Then he got in trouble later in the game, got out of it again. His final line looks great. And Glaber got the job done on Glaber Day. So you're right. Is that a thing now? Kind of a thing, dude. Yeah, I know I know you've seen them stats. You know what sucks about that is Glaber doesn't understand it. He's like, Labor Day? What's that? I'm, he's I mean, I think he's heard of it. You think so? You think they celebrate that in Venezuela? Where's Glaber from? He, he's been in the States for a little while. Yeah, but he does doesn't care. Okay. If he if it's named after him, he's all in. Yeah, dude. Everyone's been saying the
1: Glaber Day stuff. He totally knows what Labor Day is. Yeah, but like, do you know what Labor Day is? No, man.
0: Yeah, it's like the end of summer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: It's a three-day weekend. (laughs) Three-day weekend at the end of summer. It's fantastic. It It took me until, I'd say like two years ago, to figure out which one was Labor Day, which one was Memorial Day. Oh, I do Labor Last. Okay. That's how I remember it. Is I no memorial Memorial Day is the first one
0: There you go, you figured it out Figured it out after all these years Christopher Columbus Day is October something By your birthday, that's why my dad's yeah. named Christopher Because he was born on Christopher Columbus Day was supposed to be named Daniel How about that? Let's burn game four And then we'll get into awards and some deeper talk about Players and all that mm-hmm. shit mm. On your mark Get set
1: Go Game four series finale, Matt Boyd versus Lance Lynn, and he would not be Lynn Sane in the brain today. 3.2 innings pitch, six earned runs. Yuck. Followed by Sonny Gray, who, by the way, pitching pretty well lately. Eyes looking to the side emoji. Let's jump to the eighth. It's it's 8-3, Tigers. Just do it. Anduhar, RBI single. Pinch hitter, Neil Walker. RBI single off the pitcher. 8-5. Pinch hitter, Greg Bird trying to get the monkey off his back. Base is loaded, and it is high. It is far. It is caught. Just devastating. Can't catch a break. Would have taken the lead. From there, Stephen Tarpley makes his Major League debut, gives up three runs. Yanks try to rally in the ninth, but it's not enough. Final score, 11-7. Yankees lose the split series with Detroit. Sucks. I mean... So here's here's my thing. So I I had to hop in the car for a minute, and so I threw on Sterling. So I was actually listening when Sonny Gray gets the last out, and like the stadium's kind of jumping, and I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. This is really this is really good vibes for a Sunday game. We're losing by five to the Tigers, and then they put the rally together. It's all happening. Greg Bird set up to have a magic moment. He kind of does it in that 6-5 fool that they had in right field is standing on the wall and just catches it and you're just like, "Come on, man.
0: It's brutal. It's fucking brutal sport."
1: <sighs> oh.
0: So void bad. void with another home run earlier in the game.
1: Oh yeah, man. I I literally uh, my, my Phil Nevin voice aside, like, I couldn't do all the scoring in this game in a minute. <laughs> There's 15 scoring plays. Yeah, it's crazy. Ixie with another homer, too. Boone was suspended from the
0: game because he made contact with the ump's hat, with his hat. That ump, oh, we didn't even get into it, really. That ump's yeah. 28 years old, so he's a young guy, and ah. he's a replacement ump, like, for the season, because one oh. dude went down, and his face was just, like, he, he was shook. For lack oh, of a yeah. better term, he was not standing his ground firm. Did you see the other umpire in this series that that threw out Gardenhire?
1: Gardenhire, I'm trying to picture it. He's like I watched a, the video, he's like a Jack
0: Calibro. Like he had like long wavy gray hair, uh, necklaces on, unbuttoned shirt. Okay, I thought you'd like him if you saw him. I'm I'm gonna rewatch the video
1: because I I sound like I like him.
0: Yeah, I think you'd like him, but but the ump was shook, and uh, as soon as Boone Hat hit him, all he said was, "That's contact, that's contact," and then yeah. he got him suspended for a game.
1: Yeah, which he's probably fist pumping in underneath. Take that, it got him suspended. You're that's that's the the bouncers kicking you out, and he's got his hand on your shirt, and you're like that. This is assault. Yeah, you're you're assaulting me. Don't touch me. Yeah. Noah, dude, you're just a f- fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go into awards.
0: Sponsored by AffordableJerseys.com. Go to AffordableJerseys.com. $99. No name on the back. Yankee jersey. It's time for you to buy a Glaber or Anduhar Yankee jersey. Yeah. It's time. It's That's been, a good call. It's been cemented. These guys are studs. They're going to be around. Go get yourself a Glaber jersey. Get yourself an Anduhar jersey 41, 25. Spend the money. Wear it in September. Get it ready for the postseason. And then you got it for years to come.
1: Dude, no way that's a great call. Because two seasons from now, you're going to wish you had the Glaber and Anduhar jersey for the past two years. Yeah. But, what, but when that two years comes up, you're going to be like, well, if I should have got it, I should have got it two years ago. Yeah, so just don't putz around and you're, go get you're it. You're in J- Jersey purgatory, so <laughs> go get one. Okay, go get one. Go get one. All right. I'm trying to figure out which voice is. I, my, when it's coming out best over here, is that going to a grizzly guy voice? So I'm like, hey, Jimmy, how do you, you catch them Yankees this weekend or what? Boom hour, man. I'll tell you what, man. Sunday, which is
0: the Lord's Day, which is my day, which means I get to go first. First, we do Pride of the Yankees. Then we do Yankee Motherfucker. Then we do regular old awards, two each. My Pride of the Yankees, little Jakey, is someone you touched on in one of your burns. Mm. Masahiro Tanaka. Ooh, your boy. <laughs> ya <Your> boy. <laughs> Second half Tanaka is that becoming a thing? I don't know. Let's go look and check the stats in his last eleven games. He has a two point eight five ERA. Wow! I don't know how many wins. I can't find that. But uh, sixty six are irrelevant. Grom. yeah, sixty six pitches, twenty one earned runs, sixty nine strikeouts, two point eight five ERA in his last eleven games. And he got in trouble, but he stuck with it. He's been good. Uh, seven innings pitched, one earned run, which is good because last time he let those dinky hits and then he couldn't escape. Like he let those dinky hits score, which made his right. line look worse. His stuff was sharp, but his line was bad because they took advantage of this. And this time he around, he was like, no fucking way am I going to allow my good stuff to go wasted by dink hits again. He got out of it, kept him in the game, looked sharp. And I tweeted this out. Everyone loves D.D.'s Dee post game uh, tweets. Masahiro Tanaka posts an Instagram where he comes out of the clubhouse after the lights are off. He stands on the, he walks up the steps. He stands on the field, throws a thumbs up. Someone takes a picture of him, puts it on the gram after every start. Those need to be appreciated more. Yeah. Because it's cute.
1: Tanaka's a man.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Tanaka's I've my gotten... pride of the Yankees because Seve hasn't been great. Hap had been steady. Lynn blew up. Sevy had a better start, but it's still just a quality start. But uh, Tanaka held it down. In a game, we only scored two runs, so he needed to keep it at bay.
1: I'm not going to phrase this well. Great. But you'll you'll understand. If you had to put, for the one-game playoff percentages that you'd want to see Sevi versus the percentage that you'd want to see to knock out there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like what, what would your percentages be?
0: I want to see Sevi out there like 99% because I think if Sevi's out there, that means he's, these next five starts have been back to form.
1: I guess, I guess that's what I'm saying. If, if everyone was rested and the wild-card game was tomorrow, are you 70-30 wild Severino? I hate wild-card
0: wild game tomorrow talk, but... I know. I mean, I think it'd be Tanaka right now. Okay. Yeah, but I, but I wouldn't care either way. But, yeah, I think... Yeah, I hate this conversation, but Tanaka right, right now. Um, best case is that Sevi's starting it because he finished the season strong. I mean, Seve's one good
1: start away from owning it, basically. Yeah, this segment's supposed his, to be
0: about Tanaka, but we can talk about Seve. His best, his um, best. But, no, that's a compliment to Tanaka. He's pitching well. Pitching really well. All right, who's your pride of the Yankees? Handsome. What'd you call me?
1: I was talking about Tanaka. Oh,
0: yeah, Tanaka's handsome. Would you? What if they put Matsui's hair
1: on Tanaka's head? Do you think that would look good or bad? Dude, sometimes I look back and say, was Hideki Matsui real? Because <laughs> I don't know. That hair, his, like, his look, <laughs> I mean, good for you, dude. But <laughs> All the porn he used to keep in his locker? Funny looking, funny guy. It's funny guy. Matsui um, had to comb that hair like pretty like methodically, right? Hey, honey, we got Matsui. All right, here we go. You're proud of the Yankees. Who you got? My pride of the Yankees, man, you uh, you messed up again. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, you uh, you want to talk about your guy. Yep. Um, I'm going Glaber, baby. Glaber Day weekend, Glaber Torres. He's nuts. He's going nuts. He went 7 for 15, 8 RBI. Repeat, 8 RBI. Um, one walk, two homers. I mean, dude, he's been playing out of control for what? Two two weeks now? I think we're going no. on
0: I think we're going on two and a half weeks. Let me pull it up. So yeah, he's been playing nuts. Okay, this doesn't include today's game, but he's in in his from August 16th to September first. So 16 games. He had a 404 batting average, 477 on base percentage, 1.109 OPS. 12 RBIs in 16 games and 23 hits in those 16 games. And that does not include Sunday in which he went one for four with two more RBIs and a walk. So all those numbers, bump them up a tiny bit. That's what Glaber's done in the last little over two weeks, 17 days.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, he's he's playing nut job. Um, it, it will be very nice. When Didi comes back, right now we just have a chunk of righties in the middle of the lineup. So if Didi could break that up a little bit, that'd be nice. Yeah.
0: But Glaber deserves it. He's gone on tear. Remember how
1: like sad he was when he did bad and it was like, Yeah, he's never done bad before. He's sad. He, yeah, and I mean, dude, we we joked about it, but his first couple hits when you're coming out of a slump are like bloopers. <laughs> they were and they were genuine bloopers. Dude, he, he <laughs> did do- the classic yeah, like you're saying, it was the classic
0: storybook coming out of a slump tale. Oh, it's yes. starting to drop in them. Oh, nope, starting to hit it. Oh, now he's fucking on fire. It's crazy. Yankee motherfucker? Yankee motherfucker. I go first. My go first. my Yankee motherfucker. Is Lance Lynn. Okay. At most what we wanted from Lance at most was just to stop the questions of who should get the fifth start. That's like, he didn't have to be going out there blowing people away, but he had to do enough where afterwards, after every Lance Lynn start, we were saying, yep, give him the ball again next week. That's good enough. Keep it going. Quality start five innings, three runs, six innings, three runs, you know, even if you went like six innings, four runs, just enough to where he's going deep into games and keeping them less than five runs. That's, that's all we needed from him. And for a little bit, he did that. But now we are at the point where we're all asking, okay, does Lance deserve another start? Sonny looked good in relief. Sonny looked good versus Baltimore. Does Sonny deserve a start? Does Johnny Lasagna deserve a crack at it? Do you mix it up? Or do we let Lance go out there again? Because now he's got like three or four in a row of not great results. So he's my motherfucker because, dude, you're perfect for New York. I love your bravado, machismo, yelling and screaming nonsense. I love it. I'll eat it up. Has to come with
1: results, though. Otherwise, it's a bit useless. Yeah, man. And I'm, as I do every episode... I'm going to pat myself on the back a little bit and I'm going to go into my Phil Nevin voice again just cuz it's easier. Just don't ever pat me on. It's the back. easier for everyone. Um I kind of called this with Lance a little bit. I one of his starts, I want to say two starts ago, it kind of looked like he was wearing out. Like he was just everything has been a battle in his past 3 starts. Like it just hasn't been coming easy. And I just think he he kind of came into New York hot. Like, Lance, this was the first time Lance Lynn has gotten to really be Lance Lynn. Like, I feel like he went to St. Louis and wherever he's been, and he kind of, he he's done his thing, and he's Lance Lynn, and then it was, he's traded to the Yankees. And he's coming in and doing this, like, David Wells light thing. Like, I'm a tough dude. But the the, Car- um, the
0: Cardinals fans say, whenever I post
1: videos, they say, like, yeah, that's who he is. He's crazy. Right, right. But now he's doing it on the New York stage, I guess. But... Man, and I going back a month now When they originally pulled Sonny from the rotation I mean, there were some numbers with Sonny Sonny had gotten better every month And again, we were going to be playing these bad teams And I just thought I don't know I I wanted to ride out Sonny But again, he he hadn't fully earned it And the decision with Lance looked great for two starts I don't know, man Sonny's stats have been really good I think he's got like a one something ERA since he's been sent to the pin. And that's including his start. Yeah. I can try and bring it and up. And that's I I guess that's just my thing. I think when would
0: when when's the next time that comes up? Is it on the West Coast? Is it Verse? Yeah. Is it Verse
1: it's not in the Coliseum, right? No. It'd be in Seattle? I think so. I guess the other thing that kind of jumped out for me. Is that when Lance Lynn came over, there was a chance he could be used in real situations. Like, if it was a, if it was a 4-4 game in the fourth inning, <laughs> 4-4 in the fourth, and we wanted a couple innings, I think the team was confident in putting Lance Lynn in a situation like that. Sonny Gray was never going to be able to earn that this year. So and I think Lance Lynn, just with his size and stuff, he goes to the bullpen, he can pitch hard for two innings. I think he can pick up a little extra on his fastball. Sonny Gray's not that guy. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I kinda wanna see Sun. I'll see what they do.
0: They've been they've been slow to make changes all year, but we are in crunch mode, but who knows? But uh, but Lance but Lynn's the motherfucker for making this a conversation. Yeah. You right. All right, you're up. Who's your motherfucker?
1: You Yankee motherfucker. Let's go. Um, you know what? I'll just do it. I'll, I'm I'm gonna give it to Dellen. That that sucked, man. <laughs> I know. I know that's not you. <laughs> I, I I know it's a little unfair, but yeah. I mean, he get one of the home runs was very much a Yankee Stadium. Victor Martinez, three hundred thirty-nine feet. The other one, the guy poked on him. Um, But yeah, I mean that that just really sucked and is what it is, and that's all I have to say about that.
0: That's all I have to say about that.
1: All right. Well, let's go
0: on to regular old awards then. Can't say anything. Can't say more. Can't say anything else about Potansis. Just like,
1: yeah, I mean, like I'm not mad at you, but that sucked.
0: Alright, here we go. On your mark. This is my regular old award. What do you got? This is the Riding
1: the Wave Award. Ooh, riding the wave. Riding the wave. I don't know who you got. Louis V. Ah nice. So
0: couple ways. It's it's also you could put Boone and Cash and Co and lineup crew because yeah we got upset with them all year because they would force people in the lineup who were playing terrible they wouldn't play the hot hand. Keep Bird didn't Bird didn't start a single game in this series. No, and that was a smart move because Voight's hot. Yeah. Voight went uh, Voight hit three oh eight this series with two home runs, four thirty eight on base percentage, four for 13, four runs scored three RBIs, three walks. He had a good series. So I'm riding the Voight wave because we have no idea how how uh, sustainable this wave is. But let's ride it until we're just sitting in like still water searching for a rescue boat or something. But Because let's just ride the Luke Voight wave. I'm all in. Great series. Got some walks. He only ended up having one at bat in game three because he got two walks. So good for him. He's on base more than anyone else that game. Two hits, two home runs, one home run. We'd be celebrating so much. Bottom eight home run to take the lead, bring in yep. Pances. But if Pantanses didn't blow it, Bird didn't get a single start, uh, which, you know, that is sucks because you we want Bird to be good and be contributing, but he's not. So I'm happy that they were riding the hot hand, getting Voight his time. Let's see how long it lasts. I think uh, I think it'll fizzle down, and then you'll see them splitting it time more. And then we'll see who gets hot again. And it's going to ride that carousel to playoffs.
1: Yeah, and like I kind of said before, we we really have a righty chunk in the middle of our lineup right now. If Greg Bird can can break that up someday and provide something, that would be cool. Uh, dude, Voight, the nerds were kind of right. And I, I think it's clear as day. I, again, I get nervous with baseball scouting reports. I think every fastball he's trying to go opposite field, and everything off speed, he like opens up and gets ready to turn on it, which I, I I think people would think that sounds obvious, but that is a little bit reverse hitting. That's not what you're taught, but it's he's been finding that short porch and right, which would be a, is a beautiful thing.
0: And he was, he was a little open in his post-game press conference. And I wonder if he was a little too open because he said, yeah, Boone getting ejected fired us up. And, said, and he had a good big talk with us before the game today, which you never hear about those. And they try to keep mm. on. And 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 then they said, "What did he say?" And Voight just like went into everything. He's like, you guys are playing tough. We got some people hurt. We're gonna need people to step up. Like he went into the whole thing. Like this is every right. this is everything Boone said to us. All the <laughs> all the reporters had to be like, "Okay, what else? Oh, yes, Give me more. Yes. Give me more. Keep going." So I uh, was nice to hear. Uh, nice to hear. Boone had a team meeting. Said we're getting help. We need you guys. Blah blah blah. All that shit. But yeah, we're riding the wave with voight What well, you you got? No other options. But so we've seen them not ride waves with guys. I'm glad they're riding the yep. wave. And that's enough riding the wave talk. Who's your okay. Who's
1: your Who's your first regular old award? Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a curveball. I'm going to give the Mister 300 award.
0: Wow, and it goes to Anduar for hitting 300. Yes, in your face, curveball, knocked out of the fucking park. I saw that from your hand to the laces to the break and smashed it.
1: Yeah, well, I told you it was a curveball, so. <laughs> 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 um,
0: That's a good point. That's re-
1: appreciate appreciate that. <laughs> so thanks, 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 um, Jimmy.
0: <laughs> yeah, go.
1: How many players in the AL are batting 300? 22. Nine. Wow. Uh, yeah. I I was looking at these the other day, and I was pretty shocked. And then, man, I I don't want to say I had something come over me. That's pretty dramatic. But I was watching Andrew Hart bat in the eighth or the ninth today or whatever it was, and it was, he was two for three on the day, so I think it was the eighth inning. And he was hitting 301 and he's got 23 homers, 76 RBIs and i was just like this guy is getting hits <laughs> at as a top 10 al hitter. He's driving in runs, he's doing it with power. I i mean i just kind of taking it for granted, too much. And with all the, you know, he can't play defense and move him. This guy's playing incredible. <laughs> incredible. Um, and I don't know sometimes I just kind of have to snap myself back in a little bit, but yeah 301 333 OBP um, 530 slugging, 863 OPS. these are uh these are crazy numbers for a rookie from a position. How do you, like a cornerstone position where you're you're looking you're hoping to get that. I have a stat I want to look up for Andujar.
0: Okay. I don't know if this is a possible stat, maybe we'll have to get uh KT uh stats on here. KT, okay, Sharp. I want to know what Andujar does in and at bats after the person ahead of him gets on base. Okay, because it feels like whenever the baton is passed to him, he does well. Like Hicks hit the home run, Anduhar feeds off that, hits a home run. Hicks hits a home run, Anduhar feeds off that, puts one to the wall. So I don't know if there's like a what the batter did before better make out, batter get on before stat. Because I'd be interested to see if that can alter a player. Like if he's like, Okay, someone's on, I gotta come to and then he smacks the yeah, ball.
1: I mean, yeah, there's there's stats, obviously with runners on base and that kind of stuff. Oh <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> If there's a what the batter did ahead of me stat. Yeah, but, but that's like a vibe. That's like a momentum yeah. changer. No, I I I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I like
0: it. All right, my next award? Well, let's see.
1: With men on Yeah, that
0: doesn't that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. At all. Okay, next well, award. Are you ready? I think so. Uh, pulse award wow i was gonna give Hicks an award but everyone knows hicks is having a great year and he had a good series i want to highlight what gardner did in that game after boone got kicked out he started it with his solo his two-run homer and then he started uh it later in the game with his double and speeding to second base started that he's having a tough year he's in the middle of a tough stretch He's got the most butterfingers, butterfingers I've ever seen. He bobbles every ball in the corner. That's not costing us runs, really. But like, <laughs> I don't think he's picked up a ball in the corner on his first try yeah. yet. Very odd. Maybe his fingers are numb. Maybe that's why it's so bad. Oh my god. But no, oh. uh, it was cool to see Gardner be intense and angry again. And I, th- he seems like a guy that would feed off when a manager getting ejected. Then I, I read his lips when he like after he hit his home run. He goes, "Should have four or five off these motherfuckers." So,
1: yeah, that was good.
0: Yeah. So, I'm uh, giving Gardner the Pulse Award. We need it more. And he might be down in the ninth of the lineup, but who cares? That doesn't, with the catchback, he may be batting nine. He may be coming off the bench. I don't know how they're going to do that. But we need, if he's going to be on the team, we need him being that spark plug and that angry guy. Yeah. Did you, the Pulse? Did you hear the the R2C2 with Coney? Yes. So, Coney said in that meeting in 1996 or 1998 when they started bad, he said the meeting was the veterans were saying, you need to hate your opponent. You need to find reasons why you don't like the people you're playing and then use that hate or anger on the field. And talked about why CeCe hates Jackie Bradley Jr. Because the first time JBJ faced CeCe, he didn't swing the bat once and got a walk. And CeCe thought he was being a little bitch trying to come up here swinging. He's like, he might be a nice guy, but yeah, that's what I use every time I face him from here on out. I don't like him because he didn't swing at me. So Gardner definitely has that. Like he seems like he yes. he can he can make an enemy of the opponent pretty quick or the game itself or anything.
1: Anything. Anything.
0: But so Gardner needs to needs to get that going. Everyone else. Like Gardner going around the clubhouse saying we should have four or five on these motherfuckers. It's something that the rest of the team hears and like, okay, yeah, maybe we should. Maybe maybe that angry Mr. Brett is right.
1: Yo. Yeah. So you got me looking at those you 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 mentioned our new Anduhar stat of how does the guy before you do? Yeah. <laughs> um here's and this'll this'll have me eating bullets, but Andujar, twenty nine plate appearances with a runner on third, less than two outs. Five twenty two batting average. Um, runner on third,
0: less than two outs. Five twenty two batting average.
1: Five twenty two batting average. Five seventeen OBP. Uh, one point five six OPS. So wait, so, wait, how many times has it happened? He's
0: come up to the plate twenty three times. 29
1: times, 23 at-bats.
0: So twenty. So he's come up to the plate 29 times with a runner on third and less than two outs? Yes. How many RBIs does he have in those at-bats? 30. So in 29 plate appearances with a runner on third and less than two outs, Andy R has 30 RBIs?
1: Yes. You need to tweet that stat out. Okay. Well, so baseball stats can be fickle, as we all know. Um, so I went to, <laughs> well, you were talking about Guardy. <laughs> I basically, <laughs> I went to see what Hicks's numbers were because <laughs> I need to know in the back of my head why I don't love Aaron Hicks. And Aaron Hicks this year, with runners on third and less than two outs, 28 plate appearances, batting 176. Slugging 176 with an OPS of four ninety-eight. How many RBIs and
0: twenty-seven chances? Uh fifteen. So half of Anduar. But that Anduar stat's incredible. Hicks yeah, isn't I, good. I got, Hicks isn't good, but Andujar is incredible.
1: I'd I'd have to check more of the other guys to see how how the numbers end up looking, but hey, there's that's something. And and you are getting twenty nine chances and having thirty RBIs. Yeah, pretty good. That's good. That's the goal in those situations. Who's
0: your Who's your regular old award? Your last one.
1: My last regular old award. How about the <laughs> the stepping stone award?
0: Oh.
1: Okay, so who who wins it, Jake? I'm giving the Stepping Stone Award to Luis Severino. If you've been listening, me and Jimmy had a uh, a silly debate about what it, what is a stepping stone and if we thought Sevi had it yet. For me with the past couple and with the ten strikeouts, like I like I kinda touched upon before, if Sevi gives me the goods one time then we're there. If he gives me the seven innings, no earn in runs, eight plus Ks, I'm all in back on the Sevi train.
0: Yeah, so, okay, um,
1: two episodes ago, I said he took his first step.
0: Then, next start, I said he plateaued. He just took a step forward, forward on the same level. This start, with the 10 Ks and the six innings, I think he took another step, but he's not at the top yet. Yeah, this this was the first time that I was like
1: stepping stone.
0: Yes, I think I think this is the second time for me. I know,
1: but but he still I'm, isn't I'm just, there. I'm I'm letting you know where I'm at. Yeah,
0: but it was really the second. You just don't really understand what stepping stone means.
1: Yeah, I just I need that. I need this the boring Sevy dominating game. And I yo remember how boring it used to be because he was so good. Dude,
0: you would lose innings. You'd forget you were watching the game and you wouldn't pay you'd, attention because it was like, all right, Seve's going to get quick, th- two, three quick outs here. It, and then you'd be like, whatever. You just
1: look up and it was, they would be four to one in the sixth inning and you'd be like, what? I thought it was like the third. Yeah, we need that guy back. That yeah. would be great. Forgot all yeah, about that. And guy. that's, uh, I mean, however we do start looking at the playoffs, whether it's wild card, if we can win the East, whatever we're going to do, <clears throat> that guy is the one who's got to figure it out. <laughs>
0: so that about wraps up this series talk. We have the West Coast trip, which we opened up the show with. We're pretty nervous about that. It can go a lot of different ways with how we uh, perform. Hopefully they, they go well. I'll be at the game Monday and Tuesday. Jake will be at the game Monday which is tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening to this, need to beat Oakland, need to beat Seattle. Uh, and is there any other things we need to talk about? Boone getting ejected, Batances blowing the save, people getting called Hicks up. Had,
1: Hicks had a good series. We didn't really mention him. I just pooped on him at the end, but Hicks had a good series. Um, Stan finally I mean, got a day off. And, dude, the other guy we haven't really talked about is, I mean, Gary. Gary's back, babe.
0: Yeah, Gary's back. He got an RBI. He looks skinny. Uh, McCutcheon's back. He looks odd without his beard. Yeah. (laughs) Looks super young. He said that when he shaved his beard, he held his baby in his hands while he shaved because he didn't want to just walk out and then his baby not recognize him, kind of, you know? Like, whoa, what happened? It's pretty cool. Katie's never seen me with a clean-shaven face, and she'd probably be like, whoa, hello?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen you like clean-shaven since mustache, Jimmy, I think. Yeah, I haven't been clean-shaven since
0: 2011. After the playoffs last year, I grew the beard really, really long during the playoffs last year. Mm. And then when they lost, I shaved the face down a lot. Like, a, like smaller than it's ever been, but still some hair there. And I left a really big mustache for a couple days. Nice. Fun times.
1: Yeah, and we, we didn't talk about McCutcheon much. Uh, we did a McCutcheon trade podcast, so if you're looking for that... <laughs> Episode before this.
0: And then we didn't do a Ekavaria trade podcast because why are you gonna do that? Defensive replacement made a nice play in this game. Yeah. Might get some starts to in Oakland, maybe. I would rather them go Walker at second, Glaber at short, Andy Hart third. Um uh, Stan at DH, or you can then put Stanton in left and DH voigt if you want to try to get Bird going. McCutch is going to play right field. Hicks is going to play center field. Andor should play third every game. Glaber should play short every game. And
1: then you got Walker, Voight, Bird. Yeah, and just I, kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say crunching some numbers in my head, but like <laughs> this team has been all about trying to keep everyone healthy and rest, and Didi's coming off the injury. Um, Echeverria, or <laughs> Echeveria or whatever his last name is now. That's um, he's hitting three forty seven off of lefties this year. So, and he he really can pick it at short. So, I think keeping Didi fresh down the stretch. I think any anything that looks like a semi tough lefty, you might see Didi get an extra day off or two.
0: Yeah, because like we said, they may just be trying to keep people fresh. If we're not chasing the division, we'll know at the end of this week. And and it looks like we're not going to be chasing the division, but we'll know at the end of this week for sure what it's, what's going to be happening. Nice. All right. Thank you very much. If you're a Patreon subscriber, uh, check in tomorrow when Jake and I are together in Oakland, we're going to choose the winner for that Jersey raffle for the month of August. If you're not a Patreon subscriber and you want to win a Jersey at the end of September, uh, go to patreoncom slash talking yanks and sign up and you're get your name in the raffle. All right, that's it. We have interviews coming up. If you um, aren't aware, we're doing two interviews a week. We uh, we have some already recorded. We have a lot that we need to get recorded, but be on the lookout for those. We did one with DJ Everly. He talked all about players coming up. He was actually told us that Tarpley was probably going to get called up, and then Tarpley did get called up. Pretty terrible debut, but it's a debut. What are you going to do? Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Appreciate it very much. Enjoy your day. Enjoy staying up late to watch the West Coast series. Those always suck when you're on the East Coast. I call them canker sores series because I don't get any sleep. Then I get canker sores. Sorry about my voice. Sorry about Jake's voice. Thanks for listening. Go Yankees. Tell them. Grandma. Grandma Barbara. Babs. Tell them.
1: Babs. Go Yankees.